0: Welcome to the Lobot Lounge, the gathering place for the Gentleman Nerds. The Gentleman Nerds are three entertainment aficionados who know each other through various media endeavors, getting together to talk about all things nerdy, mostly in the vein of film, television, toys, and popular culture. Many topics are discussed, so please be warned, there are the potential for many spoilers. If you like what you hear, you can listen to past shows on iTunes or on our website, thegentlemannerds.com. And now, enjoy the show. (laughs) Hello, hello, Hello. yes, hi. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, yes, May may I have your attention please? Hello, yes, hi. Quiet down, quiet down please, yes. Thank you, thank you, yes. On behalf of the Gentleman Nerds, thank you one and all for gathering here in the Lobot Lounge, for this State of the Superhero Forum. Now, we've invited genre luminaries, high-profile representatives, as well as superhero bloggers, uh, writers, podcasters, and uh, even casual fans to impart a very important message. Cut it out. Now, before we go into more detail, let me address the 600-pound gorilla in the room. No, no, no not you, Grodd. Or, or you, Ultrahumanite, Or Mr. Farnash. But rather, the recent extreme divisiveness that has once again reared its ugly head after the pre- recent premiere of Zack Schneider's four-hour cut of Justice League on HBO Max. It seems that some shall we say more vocal fans, have expressed the need, the importance to express the superiority of Marvel movies over DC movies or or DC properties over Marvel, and it's exhausting. My esteemed colleagues and I have decided to address this very important topic in the only way we know how, with respect, polite engagement, humor, the occasional stern admonishment, all of this will be represented wrapped in an envelope of peace and love and a true call for unity among superhero fandom. Now, here to discuss this most important topic are the gentlemen nerds. Please welcome to the stage, warm and huggable, it's Mark Finn! Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I have come to bury Snyder, not to praise him. Thank you, thank you very much. Loving and cuddly, it's Aaron DiAribe! March 25th, 2021. A
1: date which will live in infamy.
0: Thank you, thank you. And I am your host, thank you, I am your host, agreeable, impersonable, emotional touchstone, Joseph Fotinos. Let the unification begin! Yes! Uh, it's unity, unification
1: unity, day. unity. <laughs>
2: Hi, guys! How are you doing? Good. Oh, man. Uh, Boy, do we have some stuff to sort through, huh? (laughs) We do.
1: We do. Uh, Who knew? Who knew that the the release of a uh, uh, four-hour superhero epic on HBO Max would would have uh, uh, created such an atmosphere and and brought out these two uh, camps filled with vitriol yeah, um, <laughs> and, and, you know it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I I was just excited to see a four hour superhero movie about the Justice League yay, That's cool.
2: <laughs> well, clearly, Aaron, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> ah, yes, I uh, am. Um. <laughs> How dare you not have an extreme point, point of view? That's um, right. That's right. You, you, sir, ought to be ashamed.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Well, for penance, I went back and watched every single Marvel movie twice.
2: Oh, well, well then there you go. That's yeah, that's, that's basically that's, the, uh, the the Catholic equivalent of uh, of a Hail Mary. That's yeah. That's yeah. yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> you know what I was thinking, though, gentlemen? Um, um, something that occurred to me as, as I was preparing for this was... Um, it, If I can, if I, and I don't want to compare, I want to just kind of look at them both the DC uh, Cinematic Universe or the DCCU, is that what they're calling it? What are they calling it? DCEU, Uh, the Except. Ah, yes. And and, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, It it occurred to me that the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, got off to a start as we we know it today with Iron Man, correct? Yeah. That's correct. Since then, since Iron Man, and I'm not counting the Fantastic Four or the X-Men or Spider-Man because right. they were playing around in other other studios. Yeah. Since it started with Iron Man, the MCU has not had to reboot like from scratch any of the heroes. They just kept it going, right? That's right. Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. There's
0: there's and not been a reboot there.
2: There there's probably going to be uh, some changing of the guards, yeah. you know, but yeah. uh, but but no, they haven't started anything over. Yeah, no. and as
0: DC goes, I, I looking at their their output. I think that it's interesting to see because I just thought about Joker, the uh, you know, um, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, um, Joker. Yeah. Or um, and and you're like, well, how the hell does that fit in? He doesn't have damage tattoo on his forehead. How does this fit in with what's going on in the yeah. in the cinematic universe? And and Aaron used to say it all the time, and and I like it. Is that they're playing in else worlds? They're like, well, let's let's check a look at this. Maybe this is going on. Maybe this is going on, right? But I think the problem, and this is my, I'm just going to make the statement, and then I will I will yield the floor, is that people watch these movies and then go, well, I guess that's Joker now, you know, or well, I guess that Superman's like that from now on, and and, and they they can't separate the movie from another movie. They just like, oh, yeah. the latest movie is actually the one that we need to be that's it. The latest movie is how we're supposed to 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 view these characters. Period. Right. End of story. Yeah. I don't I don't dare think outside my box of, you know, this movie just came out this year. This must be the new one, right? Yeah. And, and, and I don't know if that's cultural competence, cinematic competence to be able to go, "Huh, that was okay. Not my favorite Superman, but that was okay, you know?" Yeah. Well, I mean, you you hit on, you hit on a very uh, key
1: point, by the way, and I think this is something that we're eventually going to come to, uh, is that the one thing, I will have to say, the one thing Marvel has done is to have that sense of cohesion, uh, starting with the MCU with Iron Man, and carrying through all the way. That's the new thing we're seeing, by the way. Superhero movies are not new. Superhero shows are not new. What is new is Marvel's approach to it. How Marvel handled uh, these multiple characters and these multiple movies and multiple franchises rather than, you know, farming them out, like in the old day what Marvel used to do, Stan Lee just would sell the rights to those things to whoever wanted to buy them, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But but I think this is the first time that a studio said, hey, we have a big cinematic universe already pre-made, it's pre-done, Uh, uh, Well, a universe, at least. Now now we're going to turn it into a cinematic universe with cohesion. We're we're, going to make sure that characters are consistent from one movie to the next. It's going to all take place on the same world. Uh, They're not two different New York cities that we're talking about. Hell, they even retro-conned and brought in Spider-Man, right? When Spider-Man clearly didn't exist in the MCU universe prior to Tom Holland, and the guys at Marvel were like, hey, look, Spider-Man's an incredibly popular character. He's a Marvel character. Why not have Spider-Man, a new Spider-Man? That's important. Why not have a new Spider-Man running around with all these all these other Marvel characters, with Iron Man, with Doctor Strange, with the Avengers? And that was a great idea. That was a freaking brilliant idea. Um, so, but, but it is that, it is the new thing. The new thing is what they're doing. And I I believe that's part of what has created this expectation, this, that people going, oh, so that's how superhero movies are going to be from now on. Just like you said, Joseph, just like you said, they'll go see a movie and they'll go, oh, okay, this is how it's going to be from now on. Right. And that is not
2: the case. Yeah. And this is, this actually has an antecedent in, in the comics themselves. You know, um, Uh, In terms of of universes, uh, DC has been around for longer. Uh, They they were able to do uh, uh, codified superheroes and superhero teams uh, back in the Golden Age. Marvel had a few things kind of scattered, but they didn't really... Everybody knows that Marvel really started with the Fantastic Four in 1961. Now, this is the thing... That I think a lot of people overlook. Okay, um, in the in the late fifties, early sixties, all of the DC heroes were played out, and so uh, they literally reinvented all of them. They 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 took these characters <coughs> and they gave them completely new uh, origins that weren't magical in nature, but were science fiction in nature. Mm-hmm. And when fans Called them on it and said, "Hey, I remember Green Lantern uh, had a cape and uh, had a Mystic Lantern. This guy's from space, running around with Guardians. What's what gives?" Mm-hmm. So they invented these, these this multiple this, this this multiple Earth concept of Earth one and Earth two. Um, and so from the get go, from the Golden Age to the Silver Age, DC always had uh, team ups and crossovers, but they were they were. They were event-based. You know, um, you had to go to a different town to, to run around with Superman. You had to go to Metropolis if you wanted to hang out with Superman. Or you had to go to Gotham City if you wanted to hang out with Batman. And when these ki- heroes' paths crossed, it was a big deal. But at the end of the issue, the status quo was reasserted. Things would snap back to normal. Mm. Well, since then, DC has restarted its universe seven times now uh-huh. and, and every time they do it it's here's the new thing here you know we're gonna we're gonna update we're gonna revamp we're gonna reinvigorate right. and by contrast Marvel when they got started put everybody in the same city. Everybody's in New York City. And so it right away had this shared world aspect. But then they did something DC wasn't doing, which was aging their characters. It was really significant in the comics when Peter Parker graduated from high school. We got to see Parker graduate from high school and go to college. We got to see Reed and Sue get married and then later have a kid. This sort of notion of continuity was really something that Marvel did better than DC for years. Okay. Now, everybody learned a little something from one another. but if you compare if you add if you put that on top of what they were doing f- with the movies, you know you're you're not talking about apples and oranges, you're talking about apples and baseballs, okay? Uh-huh. There, there really are different things and it's not it's not fair and it's not. Um, uh, it, it, it's, it's really not it's not smart to to compare them with the same uh, standards because they are different movies, and I submit to you that they operate in, in different genres the The Marvel movie is a, it, yeah, it's a subgenre of superhero movies, but it's not a superhero movie. It's different than a superhero movie. Superhero movies have a certain set of beats and templates that are that are very um, kind of cut and dried. And if you look at the early Marvel movies that Sony did and Fox, you'll find that they have that structure, yeah, with them, yeah. okay? <laughs> Mm-hmm. We don't get Marvel movies, quote unquote, until really about the time of the first Avengers. All that mm-hmm. setup to get to the Avengers was when it was when it basically, for those for the nine people that weren't paying attention, it was like, "See what we did," and everybody went, "Oh my God, this is a magic trick." Well, it wasn't a magic trick so much as they figured out how to get. The things that made a Marvel comic different and special, they they were able to successfully transfer that to the big screen, yeah. and so um, you really are talking about two different uh, types of films uh, so that serve two different kinds of stories being told in two different kinds of ways.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's true. That's 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 incredibly incredibly accurate. Uh, I think the. The other problem, too, is that um, once, you know, the, the, the mistake that DC made, right? So, we now know the, the very smart thing Marvel did. Very smart. I would I have made the same choice. Really smart. The mistake DC made was to look at Marvel and say, oh, well, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. when, when they had not been setting that up, they had not been planning on that. Their right. previous movies had not... Uh, embraced that that uh, uh, format at all. It seemed so, a little rushed, right? So they basically try to write the ship, right? They try to turn the Titanic on a dime and go. Ah, okay, I know. Yes, yes. We're we've known for the the, the Superman movies and, and Burton's Batman movies and Schumacher's Batman movies and Nolan's Batman. Movies. No, no, no. Now, now we're going to do just exactly what Marvel's do, and I think that's where the mistake came in.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I believe I, if they had continued to uh, look at their movies as separate entities, separate IPs, not not interacting with each other, uh, they they probably probably wouldn't be here. We probably wouldn't be in the situation where we're at. Right. Um, but to try to shoehorn it into the Marvel, that's where the problem came in. Go ahead, Mark.
2: Well, just that the, the uh, I think the the real villain here uh, th- this this a lot of there's a lot of vitriol thrown around about Zack Snyder and how he's a terrible person and probably not really a captain and uh, <laughs> has has molecules that are unstable and and very likely could be the person uh, that was responsible for the heartbreak of psoriasis. Oh, I mean, wait, just, he's yeah. he's Mephisto then. He is yeah. Mephisto. That's <laughs> okay. right. It was it, it was Snyder all along. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: and and, and the by the way, is, Mark, it is funny. It's almost alarming at how the attacks have turned personal. How the yeah, attacks have gone yeah. from, I don't like Snyder's movies, to, I think Snyder's a terrible person.
2: Right. Um. And, and especially, and I'll tell you what sucks about that is that guy has weathered uh, an unspeakable tragedy yeah. and, and does not deserve the The level of malice being tossed at him, Uh because, spe- because here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen uh i'm gonna I'm gonna submit to you that Snyder's not your problem. Warner Brothers is. Yeah. Warner Brothers is the company that sets the marching order they're the ones that dictate what movies they're going to make and how they're going to make them because they own that stuff. And so if they say, we want to make a movie like the one Christopher Nolan did, but with Superman, and we're going to pay you $11 billion to do that, you have, you have two choices. You can either go, I'll do my best to make that movie, or you can say, you know what, I don't need $11 billion. Just give it to someone else. And they yeah. will. They will, because yeah. they'll just go get the next person that they can get that that wants eleven dollars to do that. Yeah. So, so you know, Snyder. And, and, and by the way, not only that, even the challenge. How can an artist, any artist? I'm not even talking about Zack
1: Any artist resist the temptation of Warner Brothers coming to them and saying, "We want you to reinvent Superman." yeah i mean
2: i'd be like are you kidding me oh my god yes please yeah i so, break my arm reaching for a pen to sign yeah, it you know yeah. oh sorry was that my wrist yeah i'll yeah. just sign it with with put the pen up my nose i'll sign it with my nostril yeah, yeah. I, so so this is the thing and and and, and uh, <laughs> all right um you know, th- this this notion that the Marvel movies are better than the DC movies suck, or and you know, DC people carry a chip too. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I realize some mm-hmm. of it some of it comes from this this sort of this sort of uh, this sort of crowing that that uh, the Marvel movie fans do, like you know, this sort of Nelson laugh <laughs> kind of thing. That's yeah. uh, that's really unbecoming uh, because. Prior to 2008, we were all on the same page. Yeah. We we all loved Raimi's Spider-Man, and we all thought the Green Lantern movie was crap. Yeah. So, well, and I know there were some people out there who, who are probably listening right now going, hey, I like and, the Green Lantern. And likewise, but, but, everybody loved the Nolan Batman movies. I right, mean, you know, right. Well, uh, there was no division. No, there was no division because we only we, we knew that there were inherent limitations to the superhero genre, and the notion of getting uh, a universe onto film was was bafflingly weird. And, and and conversely, on television, that seemed a lot more doable. You know, nobody ever complains about the Berlanti verse. Yeah. Uh and 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 I submit to you that the verse is just as dark and just as disaster porn uh as anything Snyder did, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. but but that that gets a pass for some reason. Likewise. I don't know why. Likewise uh, with all the animated stuff.
1: There is a bunch of DC yeah. animated shows that are excellent. They're yeah. quite
2: excellent. Yeah. And these Fantastic. superheroes interact with each other in the same yeah. world. Yeah, so it's a uh, so it's not it's not as if there's
0: um only one game in town. And and I'd like and that's something that's def- definitely worth noting right there. That's it, it, if I could stick a pen in that and, and point at it again. And there's no, there's more than one game in town. We we have right now um, you are welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to pick from a multitude of flavors in your superhero movies. You want light and poppy? We got that. You want yeah. dark and grim? We got that, too. You want yeah. animated? We got it. You want yeah. you want campy? You could pick up the original Blu-rays of the every episode of the 1966 Batman and binge that, because, hell, it's cool and it's funny. Yeah. You know, you, you, you could have whatever you want, yeah. but the idea that you feel so and I talking to the people out there who may or may not have ever experienced this that some people out there feel it's necessary to say oh did you like that movie and I go yeah that was pretty good well you're a snowflake that's you're an idiot only a <laughs> ba- only a baby man likes that you must like <laughs> those those cartoon happy ending movies you don't like the dark movies do you you're not a man i mean there's that <laughs> level of of back and forth and yeah. it's like wow really that's yeah.
1: Hmm, yeah. wow that's and, the and, and by the way yeah and it comes again it comes from both directions i can't oh, tell yeah. you how many times i have faced situations where i'll say yeah i i i, I really like the the snyder you know superhero movies really you want your superheroes all fucking good. You, you you want to be an edge lord. You want no sunlight
0: and no color. And I'm like, oh, for Christ's sakes! <laughs> you know, I guess the answer <laughs> Take to that a is step the fuck back. The, the answer to that kind of is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but, sometimes I do. And sometimes I don't. Yeah, you know? exactly. right. Which is the fact that you like
1: it at all. I mean, you know, you, you had mentioned something like this earlier, uh, uh, Josephine, and it's true. It's it's like somebody going and having a, an amazing, an amazing Mexican meal, enchiladas, and it's great, and the guacamole, and mm. and then next week somebody says, "Hey, I want to take you to dinner," and they go, "Great," and they go to a sushi restaurant, and he takes a bite of sushi and says, "Oh, this doesn't taste like Mexican food." I. <laughs> I don't know that I like this. It's really cold and kind of clammy. It's really fishy and, and it's like, oh Jesus Christ, you can like Mexican and sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that that binary thinking, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's a if it's a spillover from all of the other aspects. Of of culture, or if it uh, it's just simply exacerbated by the, the the notion that the two companies are are you know the distinguished competition for uh, for oh. one another. Uh, but but this is uh, you know what I think probably the most irritating part of this is um, the, the this this sort of dismissal of of a grim and gritty Superman. Now, granted. I'm on, I, I have publicly stated I didn't care for uh, Snyder's interpretation of Superman. There was some stuff that I think he fundamentally missed the boat on. But, um, you know, it, uh, Zack Snyder didn't invent Grim and Gritty. You know, Alan Moore did. Yeah. Okay? And Frank Miller helped. And it's not DC's fault that Watchmen, Batman The Dark Knight Returns, and Batman Year One, and V for Vendetta have never been out of print since 1985. It's the fans' fault. If you're a Warner Brothers Jr. executive and and you're asked about what movie they should do next, are you going to pull something out of your ass and hope that someone else in the room has read a comic book in their lives? Or are you going to go look at the sales data and past performances and pitch something that addresses those two data points? Yep. You know what I mean? Big and go. if you're and if your answer is I would never do that, then great. Here you do. Go to your shelf and take your Chris Nolan Batman movies off the shelf and then uh, make a pile with that and uh, Watchmen and Dark Knight and Miracle Man and Rick Veatch's Brat Pack and The Killing Joke and yeah. Batman Mad Love and all of those other dark and gritty comics that you loved so much when you were buying them in the 1980s and 1990s. I mean, yeah. we can't have those negative vibes impacting your happy-go-lucky Marvel books, can we? Oh, no! <laughs> books like The Death of Phoenix, The Death of Captain Marvel, The Death of Gene DeWolf, Craven's Last Hunt,
0: 70 issues of Tomb of Dracula, you know... Upbeat titles, <laughs> yay! You. And, and you know what? I'm, just I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a moment. Gene DeWolf man, it's too soon.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm being snarky right now, and I don't mean to be. But DC didn't corner the market on grim and gritty and yeah. grimdark any more than Marvel has exclusive rights to heroes with problems. Absolutely, so, absolutely. So, and in uh, fact,
1: if you look at earlier Marvel, let's let's go be let's go in the ancient times, the before times, before there was an MCU. Um, if you look at, at Marvel movies that were made prior to the MCU, prior to Iron Man, uh-huh. they, they are all over the place in yep. tone. Yeah, you know, they are. You know, I mean, Blade does not feel the same as Daredevil, does not feel the same as Raimi's Spider-Man, right. does not feel the same as the X-Men. Right. They they are all over the place. There's dark moments. Some of them are darker. Some of them have more humor. Spider-Man, you would expect to have more humor. But even Spider-Man, if you watch Spider-Man 1 and 2, those aren't yuck-yuck movies. There aren't no. a bunch of Tony Stark, you know, funny, snarky lines. It's like,
0: no, they're kind of
1: <laughs> depressing. They're kind of I actually of sad. remember...
0: When those two movies came out, uh, pardon me, Aaron, I remember one of the criticisms was from the fans at the time, and I have to admit that I kind of felt the same way, at least by, by two, is that Spidey didn't quip enough. And part of his part of his greatest arsenal of weaponry is his quips, because he enrages the villains so much that they get all over themselves, like, get out those Duke boys! I mean, yeah. he just, he drives them <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And I always, that's what I loved about Spider-Man, but for some reason, Raimi's Spidey, you know, he may have a couple of little bits but you know, shut your mouth, and the grown-ups are talking, and stuff like yeah. that, but there wasn't a whole lot of Hey, Doc, you know? Yeah. You know, and by contrast, by the way, just to show you how these two sides flip,
1: mm-hmm. while X Men was getting solo Wolverine movies where, my God, he just couldn't glower and grimace enough right. uh, and, and kill people enough, we're getting the Schumacher Batman movies where yeah. the bat suit has nipples and Jim Carrey is hamming it up all over the freaking screen. And, you know, so it, it, again, again, nobody, nobody has. Uh, a, a corner on the market on either feel-good, happy, colorful, four-color comic, or dark, grim, you know, nobody, nobody. Both studios make both kinds of movies. Because that they're just not basically fact- trying to make something that fans will go
0: see. They're just guessing. Hey, All I right. think fans might now, like this. But I'm going to go back to the beginning of what I said in the very beginning about Iron Man. Because I was like, okay, our Marvel has, has, has planted its flag, and it's like, this is what we're going to do. And that's what they've been doing. And and you yourself, Aaron, said that DC was like, huh, look looking over the other side of the fence, going, Oh, the kids are on this side of the fence. How do we get them on this side? Why don't we do what they did? Okay. And so to me, just on those black and white basic levels, that says DC was like a bit floundering there. We're like, how do we what are we doing wrong? Why 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 can't we get I know, we'll do what they do? And and as you said, on a dime, they tried to do it. So to me that's that Marvel, they're not perfect, ladies and gentlemen, but they had a better and bigger game plan, or at least they presented a better and bigger game plan than DC has.
1: Well, um, and, and, I, and you know, I, I don't the know thing though. The amusing thing though is yeah. you you say that, and you think that oh god yeah, uh, Marvel movies must have been making so much more money than DC movies, but that's simply not the case. If oh, not you the money. look no, no, at no, no. a bunch yeah. of the Marvel movies, early yeah. Marvel movies, the first Thor, the first Captain America, Ant-Man, things like that, and you look right. at the DC movies, even the ones that Snyder was making, and they made mm-hmm. significantly more money. It is only like, like Mark said, it is when the Avengers showed up yeah. that it was a game changer. That is a $1 billion uh, 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 box office. And now, now studios were going. Oh,
0: hey, we want that. Yeah, yeah. Want but Marvel was playing game. the long game. They were yeah, playing Marvel, the long game exactly. You know, they they were sure we didn't. Okay, Captain America was an okay. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah, all right, you know, Iron Man. Okay, Thor. Blah blah blah. Now we put them together. The Incredible Hulk, which which nobody wants to talk about. Um, you know, we put them together, and and that was their game plan all along. Obviously, so yes. Yeah. I mean, now they can, you know, light their cigars with, you know, thousand dollar bills, and they're, <laughs> they're all nice and happy. Um, I just think that DC, I don't know where they're going to go next. Uh, 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 Mark, you had you had mentioned something about that we're ne- that the Schneider is kaput.
2: Yeah, yeah, they've they've basically, you know, the the
0: the thing about this is that
2: it's over. They've they've released a statement saying, you know, uh, we're happy to to bring you know Zach's final vision into this, and we're considering this a trilogy and over and done with now. You know, and so what's going to happen is. Um, you know DC's going to take a little time off and then in a few years we're going to get another superman cuz that's what they do. Hell, we've already got a superman right now. Tyler Tyler what's it's on the on the
0: show. <laughs> Ouch. Okay,
2: okay. I can I it's it doesn't look like that to me. Right. Uh, it lo- it looks like uh um, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, the th- he, you know, if you watch that show, that show is thirty percent less CW than it has ever been. Yeah. Uh, it's got twenty five percent more Zack Snyder looking special effects. There's a lot of shots. Where you're looking up at Superman as he sort of hovers over you with godlike intensity, and he sounds like Chris Reeve. If you listen to him talk, he has the same uh, midwestern cadence and inflection, and even in the same sort of uh, uh, pitch and tone as when Reeve uh, would talk uh, as as Clark. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so you know, and this is the deal. We've we're you're going to get many more hours of that guy, even if even if that's just a one season show. There's going to be more hours of him being Superman than all of the stuff that Snyder filmed put together.
0: And I, I, so, I like that show a lot, only because I. I, I I feel that while it's different, Superman married with children. What is that all about? That's crazy. Yeah, but he's still Superman. I mean, to me, he—he's—it's—it's it's a good way to to expound the character and do something different with him, to let him make mistakes and 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 mess things up because he's not doesn't know how to talk to his son who may have ADD or or you know he's he's favoring one over the other and he's trying not to and he, he just can't quite communicate with him and nobody they don't trust him and they don't it, it just it's hard for him as a father. Right. Uh, and and I like that. In fact, sometimes I think he feels better if I'm, I'm going to fly off and beat up this mysterious armored dude for a while. I know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that part, good at that. Yeah, that's easy. I, yeah, you know, I, I, that that part. I, you know, he comes a stabby with a kryptonite knife. No big deal. I I I, I can deal. I can deal. <laughs> my son telling me you're a jerk and I never want to see you again. Oh my god, what have I done wrong? <laughs> <You> know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's drama,
1: right? Yeah, Man, and, just, and and
0: and. But and so, but that oh gosh,
1: it's just so frustrating because the answer seems so clear to all of us. I mean, the answer is right there. Love both. Love love what you love. Like what you like. Um, but uh, but you know, yeah. Studio executives are driven by profit. They're driven by profit. That's all they're thinking about. And again, when I say that, the only reason they started to look over to what Marvel was doing. Is because of the numbers, the number, uh, Bach's numbers of the adventures. Right. Prior to that, even the worst at the time, the worst Snyder movie, Batman v Superman, that people just hated and jumped on and, and just couldn't stand it, that made $873 million. <laughs> the first Captain America movie made 371. Wow. Wow. Yeah the first yeah. thor movie 449 that's not 873 is it right. the wonder woman movie made 822 million dollars you don't start to look you don't start to get into dc box office numbers until you're talking about the avengers
2: yeah you know? Yeah, and then and then after,
1: I mean, Black Panther clearly broke that record as well. But then, so did Aquaman. Who? Right. Who knew? Aquaman yeah. broke a billion dollars. But by then, people were so happy with superhero movies, so hungry, they wanted to go see more of this kind of stuff. Um, that now the box office were in in that 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 category. Um, but but yeah so uh, uh, you know and, and and Mark you you had mentioned something before the podcast that I find completely fascinating and I want to I want you to talk about it a little bit it's the history but what the Batman 60s TV show the oh. legacy that the Batman 60s TV show left uh, on superheroes and what the reaction to that was yeah, and and that may explain why we're where we're at. Go ahead. This
2: this is my premise and uh, I, I've. I'm willing to debate it online once this airs. Um, That TV show poisoned the well for the better part of a decade. And its influence was felt right up until the Tim Burton movie in 1989. Uh, And I know that sounds like an overstatement, but uh, for those of you that, that doubt this, I want you to go look up Doc Savage, The Man of Bronze. This movie came out in 1975. When there was a resurgence of pulp fiction reprints being sold in cheap paperback editions, the the Doc Savage, the Shadow, the Spider, G Eight, all this stuff was was getting a, a, a second life uh, in in uh, bus stop uh, and and drugstore uh, paperback racks. Uh, the show, the movie was produced by George Powell uh, from a script by Lorenzo Simple Jr. Uh, it starred Ron Eli. Who, by, by the way, star- was a
1: writer on the Batman TV show.
2: Right. Yes. Uh, it starred Ron Eli, TV's Tarzan, a favorite of the Gentleman Nerds. And yes. here's the deal. This movie is... Awful. Yes. It and is. by the way, my
1: favorite terrible movie, Mark. My favorite uh, terrible movie. I can watch. I can watch Doc Savage anytime. It's terrible. Oh, oh my, my god, I love it. it. Love it, it. Is,
2: it has the exact same uh, tongue in sheet, camtastic tone that the Batman TV show had, and it was so bad that we've not gotten another Doc Savage movie or TV show to this very day. No so one has, has. I keep holding up for Shane Black. Shane Black loves the character and really
1: wants to do a modern day in in uh,
2: take In the 1980s, uh, Schwarzenegger was attached to it for a while. Uh, you know, they're, 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 people have tried and tried and tried. But then, what happens is, is some executive goes, "Wasn't there a movie about that? We should screen that." And then they come out of it going, "We're not making another movie of that." <laughs> That's the effect that the Batman TV show yeah. has had on popular culture. You are it poisoned correct. the well for other things that could have and should have been better. And I know, gentlemen, that we disagree on Flash Gordon, but the camp tone is in there, regardless oh, yes. of how you feel about it. No, no, uh, no,
0: no, no, one, no one's going to deny that. No, yeah. anyone, anyone who tries to deny it is is is, is lying to you. Right. I mean, Of course it's campy. but And I will go on record, gentlemen, as politely disagreeing with my brother from another mother on the whole sure. Batman 66 thing. And here's why. In 66, when Batman came out, it was the coolest thing ever. Yes. Batmania swept the country. Every right. actor worth his salt wasn't worth a damn unless he got on that show. You've got to be a villain on that show. Go get somehow... Hey, give me my agent. You've got to get me on that Batman show. It is huge. Right. The thing is, it only lasted for about two years. <laughs> yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then and, and, it went and away.
1: By the way, uh, what you're talking about, though, Joseph, and this is important to distinguish, uh-huh. popular culture embraced yes. the Batman TV show. We are specifically talking about
0: comic book fans. Let me Let me back up a little bit further as well, because as a result of the 66 Batman and the success of it, DC started producing their comics to reflect it. Batman stopped being the Dark Knight in the comic books. He started being the 66 Batman. Yeah, which is terrible. Books. Which is terrible. But the kids were watching the show and then going to the dime store to get their comics and reading adventures for Batman, and it was this beautiful, harmonious thing. Again, it only lasted about two years. The problem <laughs> with that is, literally, it it went it it, it burned so brightly, so yeah. powerfully, like Roy says, that it didn't last very long. Right, they yeah. took a rock and they threw the rock in the lake, and the it, it hit the lake. It made a spectacular splash, and in two years that splash was done, but the ripples kept going, and kept going, and kept going, and touched everything. Right. My, from toys to comics to slurpee cups, the 66 Batman cannot be understated in the influence, positive or negative, the right. influence that, that it had. Well, So this is, I'm an unabashed is... fan myself.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. No. And, thing. and by the way, for what it was, absolutely, it, it it is. It has a place in history. No one will deny the 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 influence of of the Batman '60s show. but but I think what Mark is pointing out, um, the, those those ripples, those ripples that you talked about, yeah. those had far and far ranging effects that went all the way yeah. up to the '80s, where Tim suddenly Burnham. comic fans were saying. I don't want that Batman. That's not the Batman I like. He's yeah. like goofy. He's corny. He's dumb. And so you get the rise of the Frank Millers and 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 the the the. Um, Oh, gosh, who's the the, uh, the guy who wrote Watchmen? Alan well, Moore. The, no, yeah, yeah, Alan he Moore. It was the
0: Joker's five-way revenge that kind of brought him back to his, his nasty yes, roots. Yes, That, uh, that took the yeah. Joker out of dancing on giant appliances and right. turned him into a psychopath again. Right. And yeah. that was when, Mark, in the 70s? That was, yeah, that was in the, that 70s. Was in the 70s. That was yeah.
2: Denny O'Neill and, and and Neil yeah. Adams. Oh, uh, Denny yeah. O'Neill. Oh, my God. Denny O'Neill
1: cannot be thanked enough for, <laughs> for, for, for bringing Batman out of camp. The yeah. land and putting him firmly into the realm of a serious detective, of uh, a, a dedicated crime fighter, a yeah. figure of the night. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well. So, but I, this I is the deal.
2: By, I love him. even even as the Batman comics were were self correcting, that that uh, those ripples, as you said, uh, uh, moved uh, further and further out. So much so that it was the only point of reference anybody had for comic books for forever. And and this is something that happened all the time in the 80s, especially when it was attached to an article about Frank Miller's Dark Knight or Alan Moore's Watchmen. Um, There is, uh, you know, basically um, from 1966 up into the mid-70s and into the late 80s, no one. And I mean, no one in pop culture, in the news, in any form of media could start a conversation about comic books, comic book heroes, how much money comic books made as an industry, or how comics have suddenly evolved into a more mature art form in subject and tone without starting the article with Pow Zap Biff, followed immediately by Comics aren't for kids anymore. Yeah? Then why'd you start your article with Pow Zap Biff, you nattering little incubus? (laughs) everyone in my age range knows this intuitively, if not implicitly, we all saw it all the time. Every time the nightly news would throw some human interest story on about a local comic book convention at the Ramada Inn this weekend. And the newscasters would both look at each other and sort of spark at one another. Like, I remember how, how dumb I used to be when I liked comic books. And then they cut to the, to the man on the, on the scene reporter. And he's, uh, interviewing this bearded 30-year-old man-child in an ill-fitting set of underoos who's holding a makeshift shield and waxing enthusiastic about the relevance of modern superheroes okay for decades comics were a big joke and by extension we were jokes for liking them now
0: you've hit on it you've hit on it because if i may and, and just please briefly hold that thought you just said it. What if this whole DC Marvel feud is because both camps are afraid to be perceived as the main child that's that doesn't get it? Yeah. They go. Oh yeah. You don't. You like. Lo- you like that. You don't get it. Whereas the other side's like, no, 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 no. I get it. You don't get it. Right. You don't like that. Right. Yeah. It it's, seems very personal, though, doesn't it? Yes. the w- The war is over,
2: and the geeks have won. Uh, and and popular television and movies and and books uh, all show this time and time again but we still flinch whenever somebody walks down the hall because we think we're going to get shoved into a locker right. that the grim dark shit that everybody complains about started as a reaction to batman 66 and you know this is the deal i i'm a i think i'm a pretty gifted writer but i do not have the the vocabulary uh, to to adequately describe the sense of profound relief that washed over all of us in 1989 when Tim Burton gave us something that was closer to the Batman comics we'd been reading all of our lives. Yeah. I mean... That really did wipe the slate clean, so much so that they put Adam West on The Simpsons, making a joke about uh, how he basically was was sort of put out to to pasture, uh, and how come Batman can't be fun anymore. Um, So, you know... uh, I know everybody's thinking in the back of their minds because you know, oh, this new grim and gritty Snyder thing is going to poison the well in the other direction, uh, you know. And it started with Nolan, and and now he's taking it over, and it's the end times. And it's and the thing is that you all are forgetting. Gently, I say this gently with your confirmation bias and your gambler's fallacy is that it's not the 20th century anymore. We won. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> and so, and this stuff is now being uh, put out in far greater quantity and in far greater uh, variety than we've ever had before. We we talk all the time on these sh- on these episodes about an, uh, living uh, in uh, charmed lifetimes and having an embarrassment of riches at our fingertips. Yeah. There are eight Superman movies and seven television series, all of which ran multiple seasons, and that's not counting the animated shows. Of which there are between 12 and 20, depending on how you want to break them out. Okay? Snyder made three movies in comparison. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, that, and really, he made two and a half, because the problem really seems to, to be uh, focused on Superman and how they did Superman. Okay? Well, you know, this is the deal um, everybody loved his Batman. And everybody loved how he handled Wonder Woman. So Superman really was the problem. But if you don't like his Superman, there is a shit ton of other Superman things that I guarantee you're going to like. Yep. Oh and I, oh and by the way, there's some Superman stuff that you're really going to hate cuz <laughs> you're going to go, "This is so stupid. I wish they would take him more seriously." Uh-huh. Yeah. At yeah. this point, yeah. I feel very much like Martin Blank From the movie Gross Point Blank, you know, where he steps into Bob's space in the hallway and says, Do you really believe that there's some stored up conflict that exists between us? There is no us. We don't exist. So who do you want to hit, man? It's not me. What do you want to do here, man? That's... Th- that's it. All of these people fighting. You know, you are all Bob DeSapillo from Gross Point Blank, and Snyder is Martin Blank. <laughs> this is the problem. You know, yeah. you yeah. you you are you are creating a conflict that does not need to be there. That that never should have been there. Yeah. Uh, and by all
1: the way, by the way, that the the, the the path you just charted out, Mark, shows an example of how we can prepare and 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 you know tamper our expectations. Uh, So that there is not this war. There is not this this artificial divide. We've seen comics go from serious to silly to serious to silly. It's a pattern. It's cyclical. It'll happen again and again and again. There's no reason to get upset. There's no reason to lose your shit. There's no reason <laughs> to start fighting people on the internet and calling them man babies or whatever. Right. There's no reason for any of that. Yep. If you don't right. like Snyder Superman, just wait a couple years. You'll get a different one.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In, in Going nutshell, back to it. once again the beginning, do you ever think, gentlemen, in your opinion, will they ever, will Marvel, I'm speaking of Marvel, will they ever wipe the slate clean and start again? Uh, when when they think
1: it's viable, I mean, it, or necessary. When suddenly the movies aren't making a billion dollars anymore, and they're making mm-hmm. returns more like Superman Four, you know, Quest for Peace, uh, then mm-hmm. yes, absolutely, they'll. they'll I'm
0: uh, I'm concerned about some of the titles they've announced, and and, and I don't want to be an alarmist. Sure. But, and I know Mark, you're going to hate this, but mm-hmm. Shang Chi worries me. <laughs> I don't know how the audiences are going to take it. I don't know, I don't know if it's going to bring people into the sodding cinemas. I, I don't know because I know who he is. And now, mind you, the Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously. But, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, you had a talking tree and a raccoon and lasers and cool music. Yeah. Well, you, just I'm, feeling, yeah. I'm a little nervous about Shang-Chi. You have to trust what,
2: what they're doing uh, because uh, as of right now, you know, one of, the, one of the advantages of what they're doing is, you know, um, the, the, each movie in the sequel is actually a completely separate movie. So, you know, by the time you get back around to a, another Captain America movie, it's been a couple of years. And you're like, cool, I'm excited to see this. Yeah, but right. if, you're, if you're following the Marvel Universe along, uh-huh. you, you know, these chapters might not initially make sense in the, in the order that we're watching them. Mm-hmm. But they're going to suddenly become relevant. I felt uh, the same
0: way about Ant Man and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Right. And by exactly. the way, nobody blinked an eye
1: about how quickly they recast Spider Man. Good God! I mean, you yeah. know, it seemed like Tobey Maguire was barely settling into the role before they got you know Andrew Garfield, and then he's out. and then they got Tom Holland. You, you know, know what you so-
0: said earlier? We were talking about you know, we don't like to see those heroes like get out of high school and and move on. I mean, our favorite, yeah. my favorite Spider Man is Spidey in high school. It just is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so when they started aging out. It's like uh, let's start again. Well, you know? and and this was the thing
2: is uh, for Marvel Comics, ah, uh, somewhere about in the mid seventies, they realized that they were about to have a problem, and uh, suddenly uh, everybody stopped aging quite so fast. And so Peter Parker was in grad school for most of the 70s as opposed to, you know, (laughs) as opposed to just being, because he's the science guy, it should only take him two years, right? Right. Uh, (laughs) Franklin, Franklin Richards got stuck at the age of four. Mm-hmm. Uh so that you know for years and it's because they realized that they're you know what what was a really cool idea initially because it really was something different and and fans plugged into that right away you know that this this feels alive uh the idea that uh Spider-Man could be swinging through town and Thor could whiz by him uh you know on his way to some adventure uh was exciting to everybody we, we hadn't seen that that closeness before yeah. and, and 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 when the heroes met, they didn't always get along and and didn't realize you know they were always on they were after the same thing, but from different sides, and so there was always this this interesting conflict that that erupted um those things eventually you know they had to sort of acknowledge that that the continuity was more of an idea rather than uh, something that was super literal. In other words, the thing, you know, when Jean Grey died, then going forward we'll pretend that she's dead, you know, until we bring her back. But 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 you know, so so what happens happens in this chronological order, but it doesn't it doesn't really age anybody that way, no. and so and and here's why this is the thing. It, you can plan yourself right out of a set of characters doing it that way. You know you have to you have to acknowledge as a fan, and I know fans don't like thinking about this, that this is intellectual property, and it's got to make a certain you know you, there's licensing tied up here there's there it, all of this stuff has a dollar amount affixed to it, and so. You cannot you cannot kill Spider-Man because you've got a, a multitude of licensing out there with Spider-Man's name on it. So yeah. you have to you can kill him, but then you have to bring him back three months later, right? Yeah. Uh, Superman, same way. You can break Batman's back and put somebody else in the costume, and you can and you can have Joker beat Robin to death with a crowbar. But somebody's got to eventually become Robin again. you know, yeah. and so these are um these are those considerations. and i and when when Marvel felt that their characters had gotten long in the tooth, they simply restarted a second universe that they called the ultimates line. Mm-hmm. and And that separate universe was this was basically the same thing that d c did from the Golden Age to the Silver Age, okay? Yeah. they They restarted all of their properties and updated everything. All right? Peter Parker was no longer a photographer. He ran the website at the Daily Bugle. But he was still hanging out at the Daily Bugle, right? So so you know, it was all I it it looked right, but there were there were noticeable changes and fixes. And already they've established that there's more than one reality. Uh, this is something that that Marvel used to not do at all? They were very uh, no, no. We're we're not going to do that. But ever since the Ultimates and and the Spider Verse uh, came out and became this sort of thing, they realized they could have a lot of fun with it yeah. because this should because this should all be fun, ladies and gentlemen. This sh- you know this should not be uh, anything to issue a fatwa over. Okay, this should this should be fun. You should all yeah. be having a good time with it. We Amen. all loved Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, God!
1: That's one of my favorite, one of my favorite superhero movies.
2: I think it's, uh, I think it's the best comic book movie ever
1: done. And and by the way, even even beyond that, you should you should have fun. It, it gets back to my my analogy about food. Um, it's okay, it's okay for you not to like sushi. Honestly, right. I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm not going to force you to eat it. You right. like what you like, but don't mock us because we like sushi. Yeah, and because we crave it. And because we speak highly of it, don't sit there and hold your nose up and say, "Oh, you eat that? You eat that cat food?" Right. right. It's like, what? What does that accomplish except to show how freaking ignorant and small-minded you are?
2: Yeah. I, this is. I don't want to say let people enjoy things because I hate that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will say this: I don't think. That you're uh, liking superhero movies wrong, but I do think you could be liking superhero movies better. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just you know uh, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and and you know th- th- it's it is possible to like stuff in column A, column B, and column C. Right. Uh, wh- you know wh- wh- I don't know why you would would cut yourself off from fifty percent of 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 what's out there. Uh, for for one director, uh, and one interpretation of a character that has been through, a, let's see, 12 iterations or more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and by the think- way, remember, remember the complaint
1: about Superman Returns? The complaint was that it, they were just copying the Christopher Reeve right. and nobody liked it. You know, yeah. yes, there were other story problems with the story and the yeah, pacing and all was that. Yeah, kind of creepy. However, however, um, what what Zack Snyder did and what I will forever be grateful for that he did, even though I have said on this show before that Snyder Superman is not my preferred version of Superman. It's right. not. However, I love the experiment that he did. I love the relaunch that he yeah. did. Not for me, it's not my Superman, but right. man, I admire his bold vision and, and I admire what he tried to do. Yeah. Because nobody had taken that approach to right. Superman cinematically prior to
0: Snyder. Take yeah. very good notes, ladies and gentlemen. That is how it's done. Yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah. Just that simple to say, yeah, not for me, but cool that it's out there. Yeah, point, points for the effort. Here's the deal. Um, there were a
2: lot of people who said, you know, I, I hadn't really watched a lot of, of superhero movies uh, before because I thought they were dumb. But finally, someone did a Superman that I can get behind. Right. Well, you know, fair enough. And, and granted, you know, um, that again, not my take on it, but uh, now we have an opportunity to show somebody something else, Right. Yeah. Oh, if you like Superman, well, cool. What you ought to do is check out Arrow on CW, right? Right. Uh, I mean, you know. And the
1: approach to- is often exaggerated, and that's the other thing that kills me, okay? Because, you know, whenever people will go on and on about how how Superman is contemptuous of humanity in, in, in the Snyder movies, and, oh, my God, he's just so grim, and he doesn't care about people, and blah, blah, and And I can show textual evidence from the movie dialogue scenes moments that prove them wrong yeah that go no he he, right here he says this he says this he does this and they just dismiss that oh i don't care he just didn't not that was that was a horrible super he just doesn't care about people no he does what? care about people it's a different approach about how how he's conducting himself yeah but care enough to get the fight out of the city, but no. No, no, he tried. (laughs) He
0: desperately tried. Again, I can refute with with, (laughs) Yes, with factual evidence. I can refute you. When he was punching them into buildings, causing buildings to collapse on people, that, that, see, to to me, versus... versus As opposed to what? The happy-go-lucky Avengers destroying New York? No, 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 no. As (laughs) As opposed to he is a coward after all. No, he just left the city because he didn't want to hurt anybody. That's a very distinct moment when he goes, I can't fight them here. I yeah, gotta go. So so do you think the big machine that was transforming the planet
1: into Krypton would have run off to chase him if he had suddenly fled Metropolis?
0: No, 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 no. The machine granted, the machine was where it was, and right. by the way, everyone, everyone, everyone who died in Metropolis that day kind of deserved it because they just stood there and watched. <laughs> well, but but again, at but, least but in the Marvel New like York it. battle, at least in the New York battle in uh, at Marvel. People died, but they died in a running position.
1: Which <laughs> fought, worked yeah. for. People. And it the worked difference, for... the difference was, and again, this is something Snyder specifically chose to do, whereas Joss Whedon specifically also chose to do. We don't see the carnage in Avengers. We don't see bodies lying there. We don't see uh, uh, the the big space monsters crashing into office buildings and people being being completely crushed by them. Snyder showed us, he showed us, this is the cost. When these superpowered gods fight in a heavily populated area and, and little mortals are just watching them, this is what happens. He could have not shown any of that. He could have decided to show you not a single person trapped under rubble, being crushed by something, being killed—not not one. He could have decided whole, to cut
0: was a everything. Whole room out. of of people being executed in the Avengers and skulls and bodies of people being blasted into nothingness. Remember that? Yeah, there was.
2: Uh, yeah, I, and and it, again, it's it's a it's a it's largely. Uh, it, it, it boils down to the type of story each person wanted to tell. Correct. Uh, Josh, yeah. Whedon, Josh Whedon's uh, goal for the kind of tone he wanted for Avengers would have been
1: undercut by showing you all the stuff that Zack Sna- like Snyder put in his Man of Steel. So this is my point. This is my point. No, neither neither decision is right or wrong. Neither choice is better or not better. It depends on what you're trying to accomplish with the finished film. Yeah, and Again, if Snyder, it's likely- which I think Snyder wanted to do, if yeah. Snyder wanted to show that these godlike beings interacting with humans has a cost, there there it, it can be perilous. When when gods fight, mortals suffer. If he yeah. wanted
0: to show that, then he did it beautifully, brilliantly. Right. And and even better in the opening of Batman versus Superman, frankly. I mean, that was that was really the the point of right. the whole movie. I yes. mean right. that was that yes. was the point. So so, so, so rather like, than
1: like, people like, getting mad that, oh my god, look at all the people that died in Man of Steel, why? It's like, no, what do you mean, why? Because that's the tone of this film. Right. Yeah. And and right. if you don't like that tone for a Superman movie, I gotcha. I get you. You don't like sushi. I understand. But, but don't mock it. Don't belittle it. Don't say it's worthless. Don't say nobody should enjoy this. Oh, yeah. God,
0: no. No, no, no. That's that's, that's the extreme. And I think yeah. that Mexican versus sushi, or in my preferred uh, comparison of Laurence Olivier, snails versus oysters, <laughs> right. you can have both, and you could enjoy both. It's yeah. okay. It's yeah. okay
2: the um, you know this this comes back to th- this was a problem in the 1990s. I think it's interesting that the movies are chasing uh, the trends of the previous uh, generation but there was there was this this push in it in comics in the 1990s and uh, even as people were decrying it, you know all the characters with knives on their fingers and knives coming out of their eyes and you know <laughs> Uh my character's name is Blood Death. What does he do? He just kills people with death. Okay, fair enough. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so um but but one of the best-selling comic books of the decade and certainly one of the best-selling comic books DC's ever put out was Kingdom Come. Yeah. Mm. Uh Love by it. Love it. by Alex uh Ross and and Mark mm. Waite. And it is uh it it's a Justice League book, but it's really a Superman story and it's about Superman returning and in doing so, touching off global Armageddon, You know, Uh, so again, this didn't, you know, this is not something Snyder pulled out of his ass. He did not make any of this up. These building blocks have been laying around for a long time now, you know, and so, um, you know, that, that reconfigurization it has everything to do with that and nothing to do with personally pissing you off. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the deal. You know, and to take it personally is, is not only a bad idea,
0: it's a, it's a waste of energy. You know? I would I would say this to you, Mark, and, and this is something I haven't brought up yet. It's a, again the analogy, but you know, personal taste. Food, Aaron, I'll grant you, but for me, I see it almost like religion. It's so mm-hmm. personal, and it is so incredibly important to people that they will they would they get so full of angst and hate and vitriol, and yeah. and they they attack because they feel like their beliefs are being attacked. It's right. that. Pop culture heroes, superheroes, have become such an important, for better or for worse, ladies and gentlemen, such an important part of our lives, yeah. whether we realize it or not. Whether it's the '66 Batman you grew up with, and you don't like people calling it campy, and you go, "Oh, like that," or it's the Tim Burton movies, or it's the you know the the, the Christopher Reeve Superman, or it's the Zack Snyder, or it's any of them. Somebody somebody glommed onto that that and went, oh, that's my movie, man. Oh, yeah. that, that movie meant so much to me. And then they see the other ones come out, and then the, the, the fans of the other ones go, oh, this is so much better than that other crap that came out 20 years ago. Yeah. That and, and It's like slapping you in the face, because you say, hey, I believe in God, or I don't believe in God, or I'm a Buddhist, or I'm a Muslim, or I'm a... It's that level of passion that these right. people have. And we it have is. to respect yeah. that for everyone. That's that's the point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, people get very people people get very invested.
0: And and wow. we've
1: we've discussed before that you know we are very tribal right now. Our society, especially Americans, have become very tribal. Yeah. And and well, you f- and you fight for your side and you root for your side no matter what, no matter what.
2: Well, the geek um, nation used to be stewards of our land. We used to be the people that the office would turn to when they needed to know. Now what's the difference between Kyle Rayner Green Lantern and Hal Jordan Green Lantern? Yeah. You know, that was that was our job. That was our role. Did the lightsaber colors mean anything? You know, uh, yeah. I got calls all the time uh, at, at at every comic book shop that I ever worked at. I'd pick up the phone and I'd say Austin Books, this is Mark. Yeah, the dog's name was Dino Mutt. You're welcome. <laughs> click. That was me. That was my job. That was a part of it, you know? Nice. Uh, we were repositories of this knowledge. And we were also the people when somebody would say, yeah, my girlfriend uh, is thinking about reading comics, but I don't want to get her because I only like the Punisher. Well, you can't hand a girl the Punisher because she's going to look at you and and start dating someone else. You- <laughs> <laughs> so here's five titles that you could show her that she would probably like. And then, you know, if she, doesn't, if she likes one or two of those, come back and I'll, I'll Give you some more recommendations. Uh, we used to be those people, and now we push people away instead of bringing them to us. We've become we've become holy warriors, and we've become crusaders for uh, for for false gods. And and so if if I have a emotional thought for any of you, it's this: those of you that are fighting this fight, the war is over. Your fight is done. You can put down your weapons and come home. Yeah. Carry on my wayward son. There'll, There'll be, be peace when the war done.
1: Lay
0: your weary head <laughs> to rest.
1: Don't you, you cry. cry, no
0: more.
1: No. Anyway, no, but this is true. This is all true. And I'm. And by the way, here's here's another thing that I want to just throw out there to the fans. Um, and it's not. It's not. You know, don't, don't 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 poo-poo on what other people like, but it is like what you like. You know, uh, enjoy what you enjoy. You don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone an excuse. You don't owe anyone a justification. Enjoy what you enjoy. Uh, and there's going to be people that are going to jump on when you post uh, something on 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 any social media. I liked this thing. You are going to get people specifically saying, well, I hate that thing. Uh, And whether that's just that's just a product of social media or the times or who knows? I mean, who knows? There's a lot to unpack there. But but know that that will happen. That will happen. It, especially if you post in any kind of open forum or group or things like that, um, there's always gonna there's always people waiting. It was like they're just waiting in the wings to hear what you like so they can take a big
2: crap on it. Um, <laughs> if you ever ever need to take the starch out of a dyed in the wool Marvel movie fan. Uh, Wait until they're waxing rhapsodic about Captain America and go, which one of the Red Brown movies did you say you liked better? Um, If anybody ever mentioned something about uh, Spider-Man, go, oh, yeah, Nicholas Hammond was so convincing, crawling up the wall with a clothesline in his hand. Uh, (laughs) Marvel fans have got zero ground to stand on. Okay, Uh, Marvel movies have only been cool for... 10 years, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of missteps in, in at the, uh, you know, leading up to it. Uh, and and you can even throw uh, X-Men 3 under the bus, Spider-Man 3, there's a lot of recent stuff that you can just point to and go, yeah, Marvel movies, great.
0: Any of the Lovely. Fantastic Four, you have my <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, that's
1: why I say I still wait. I am still waiting for the great Fantastic Four movie. I know it's out there. Uh, yes, it's let's called just The incredible. It to see it.
2: We are, <laughs> yes, actually, that's we, true. Are we true. are better together, ladies and gentlemen. We're better together.
0: And, Go ahead if and hate your neighbor. <laughs> Go ahead and cheat <laughs> <see> a friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, man. it's true. It is true. It is true. We're, we're media, media for all of us to enjoy, folks. We are living in just a, an amazing time with an embarrassment of riches. Um, who, who would have thought? That when I certainly when I was twelve, I didn't think I could sit down, turn on my TV, and pick from thirty different superhero shows. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I I would have just lost my little mind. You know, you can, back you can, then I was happy to see the Spider Man crawl up with the clothesline right. up the side of the building. I was happy to see that. Yeah. yeah. You can
2: <laughs> you can you can go on HBO uh, right now and you can uh, literally scroll through the Batman Animated Series and find your favorite episode and just watch it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can just watch it. You don't have to wait for syndication, you don't have to wait for a rerun. You don't have to hope that they show it again on Saturday night because you missed it. Uh, you can just go to it. <laughs> and so, in, in 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 a world now where we can just go to the thing that we do like, um, you know, let's let's start thinking about how we can watch each other's back instead of uh, sticking a knife in it. Yeah. And, and by and the way, when
0: we were this is when we were in school, the thing that we all we all shared we all shared it. You know, we were we were nerds, we were geeks, we were people that people made fun of. We had the bullies. Don't be bullies, folks. We're yeah. We yeah. are better than and, that. We don't want to be those people. And by the way, by the way, I, I will I will
1: confess. I will confess I cannot help myself if I'm reading a post and and I see a very gung ho, vitriolic MCU fan. I do. It is I mean, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, this is my confession. I take joy in knocking that person down and in belittling them. And in posting to show how wrong they are, I take joy, and I shouldn't. I will. I will say my Hail Marys and my do my act of contrition. Thank um, you. Yes,
0: cast off thy knighted color, I yeah, gentle I hand. think... I think you're supposed to watch, like, six or seven MCU movies in pendants. So oh, that's my right. God, that would bore me to tears. No, i just joking. <laughs> that's right, a joke. Gotta, that's gotta. a joke. <laughs> I love
1: MCU movies. I will never say that they're boring a lot. Um, anyway, but, uh, but yeah, so so I, I understand. I understand that knee-jerk reaction when somebody starts attacking something that you've just expressed admiration for. I can't help it. I, I, I want to attack back, and I shouldn't. I should be saying, hey man, no worries. You don't like that? No problem. You know, I'm glad you liked it. In fact, tell me what you liked about it. And right. because a lot of times you will learn a lot yeah. by asking somebody what they enjoyed about a specific thing that maybe you didn't quite get. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, Nothing and takes they- the wind out of their sails quicker. Good. right and then take the yeah. jo- take joy in their joy like read what they've written and go wow, you know I never looked at it that way or I hadn't considered this or man it, uh, it's really impressive that you really personally connected with this moment or this particular situation um, there you go. When and then two people and
2: you, agree there can be no conflict
1: right now you're now you're friends now you're friends with that person rather than going hey man that's a piece of shit how could you have liked that?
0: Do it in the name of heaven and justify <laughs> it in the end. There it is. <laughs> but yeah, no,
1: so it can, it can happen. But my worry is that we are living in a time and we are interacting through a medium that is going to make what we have just said for the last hour and 20 minutes very difficult to do. Maybe when you're faceless, when you're when it, you're posting on so, to some person you don't know, a friend of a friend on Facebook,
0: um, you know, again, it just becomes too easy to dismiss, well, to attack, that's, to be. That's living. our message, folks. If we if we've done anything here tonight, it is for you to consider carefully your words online, your attitudes online, your. Vitriol online and change it for the betterment of all. Change it for the betterment of what we love, a shared love that we could find again. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. We all agree. We all agree that Rocketeer is a great
2: movie. Yeah,
0: I, think, that's I the, think we can all agree to that. Yeah, yeah. and we also and we also yeah.
1: agree that Spawn was a piece of shit. So we, we all agree. All we, all agree over right. that. we all agree. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah.
0: so what we're
2: so we're not so different here. It's it's a matter of degrees. And uh, uh, you know, Snyder's going to go on and do other things. Uh, the things that people liked about him have already carried on. And and I got to say the the extended cut of Batman versus Superman I liked it better, and yeah. the four-hour Justice League, I liked it. It yeah. wasn't uh, it wasn't perfect, and 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 certainly there I had some storytelling problems with it that that are impossible for me to ignore when I'm watching stuff like this. Yeah. But um, but but it it made a lot more sense. You know, uh, it made a lot more sense, and uh, characters that were marginalized in the theatrical release have complete stories and roles here now. And and if you watched that movie and, and went, well, I didn't really connect with so- the Flash or Cyborg, guess what? In the four-hour Justice League, you're gonna. And not only that, you're gonna like them. Because they're yeah. way funny and funner and more cool yeah. uh, w- 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 when he had room to maneuver. I, again, I want to say this, uh, I said it at the beginning, I'm going to say it again, the bad guy here isn't Zack Snyder, it's, the, it's, it's Warner Brothers. They're the ones that wanted to take uh, a seven movie journey in three. And they're the ones that, you know... Had the, had all this material at their hands and said, "Yeah, we're just we need to cut this down. We need to cut this out, and we need someone else to come in and finish it because Zach uh, has checked out because of uh, what happened with his 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 daughter. You know, you want you want to blame it? You want to lay it at anybody's feet? It, it's Warner. They're the ones that have that that have done this. And you know, the next thing that comes out." They're probably going to hit it out of the park, and we'll all forget about it. Already, people are excited about the casting choices that are coming up in the Black Adam movie. So...
1: You I mean, know, Pierce, the- Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. Are you sure? Me? Yeah, that's why not? Great. No, yeah, that's sure. Great. No, and, I'm excited and, about it. And fucking, uh, um, um, oh my God, I love her, uh, 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 Morgana from yeah, Excalibur. Helen, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen Mirren is the yeah. villain in the next Shazam.
2: Sure, it's movie. gonna be awesome. God, that is fantastic. Yeah, it's probably gonna be Grimdark. But here's the deal. Zack Snyder won't be involved, so right away, half of the people that are are yelping about it are gonna are gonna jump on and pretend like they've always liked Shazam. So you know
0: what? And I gotta say, I, as much as I'm not a big Josh Whedon fan these days, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that to his thing on the, the thing that the, the HBO thing that's coming out. Yeah, although not checking the stuff. superhero. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, the numbers, I, uh, yeah. uh, But um, jumping jumping ship real quick on that. But I also want to say that. Um, the sequel, um, not Joss Whedon. What's his name? Why, why can't I think of his name? Suicide Squad. The second one is directed by, um, um, oh, um, Guardians, guy, James, yeah, Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn's yeah. Suicide Squad, the, the new yeah. one that's coming out. I, I'm looking forward to that. And, and i I'll. I'm one of the very few people in the world who. Kind of liked the first Suicide Squad. I, I did. I can't help it. You know. Yeah. Again, yeah, don't my, hate because I'm beautiful. My roommate, my liked, roommate it. liked
1: it very much. My uh, roommate very yeah. much enjoyed the first Suicide Squad.
0: I, I, yeah. I liked it because it, it was kind of a different tone all of a sudden, and and I felt whew, like I could breathe. Yeah. You know. But it was it was it perfect? Absolutely not. God, God, there were weird things going on in that movie that made no sense at all. But right. Good. Yeah. You know what? What's well, right. all right. Yeah, all we
2: right. we used to be able to watch these movies and and sift through it and cling desperately to the good parts. Yeah, there you know we used to we used to have to do that because there weren't a lot of them, and you know we we were we were grateful for what we got, and and part of you know having this stuff available all the time now uh, creates these uh, fevered egos that uh, are felt that they're owed this because they've never they've never not known. A world without amazing superhero movies with special effects that that are gorgeous. So, um, you know, if 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 you're in your fifties or your sixties or even your forties, uh, you know, be be the Jedi Knight to these young Padawans and and teach them a little humility. You know, they they need our guidance, mm-hmm. and and they don't, and they they will not survive. If we do not uh, show them the way, so you,
0: in the be, bloody morning after, <laughs> one be, soldier rides away. Be the geeks that you
2: want to be. Yes. Don't don't you know what I mean? Uh, uh, be be the geek that you yourself would want to look up to and 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 think is cool. Yeah.
1: And by the way, that doesn't mean you have to agree. You, you do not have somebody says i really like jack Snyder's justice league you don't to be nice you don't have to go yeah i like it too you could no. say well that wasn't yeah, for me yeah what what my thing wasn't for me but man <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad you liked it I'm, yeah. I'm really glad you got something out of it but yeah. i it just was not for me
2: Well, i'm looking
0: forward to blah blah you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. at at pivot yes and. That you are excited about it's like improv everyone just yes and yes and yes just yes, yes and, and. and yes, and. Speaking of yes and, we are getting the big old red eye from Maximilian. So we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Um, I've never liked him. He's got a thing. (laughs) He's got a thing. He's got six of them actually, and each one can kill us. So let's move on. Let's move on. Fine, fine. The Gentleman Nerds is a Cloak & Dagger production and written by Aaron Diarrive, Mark Finn, Ben Gibbs, and Joseph Fotinos with additional material provided by Zack Schneider and the Russo Brothers. See what I did there? Music composed and performed by the amazingly talented Ben Gibbs. Reminder, an Easter egg is something recognizable hidden in the background that is not called out. Catering by Pennyworth International. You'll get more food for your money at Pennyworth. Promotional material, logos, and the Gentleman Nerds mascot created by artistic goddess Michelle Fitzpatrick. The Lobot Lounge bouncer is Maximilian, and our special guest bartender was Mr. Tony Stark. Thank you, Iron Liver. Our sound editor, <laughs> mixer, fluffer nutter enthusiast, and intentional producer is Ben Gibbs. Our executive producer and the man we all pray never gets superpowers is Aaron DiAribe. The Gentleman Nerds attorney is Dr. Gonzo. Lobot Lounge Sculptures by Walter Paisley, Crowd Control by Infinity Snap, and or Wardrobe provided by Noir Closet. If you're looking to clad your Spider-Man or Superman in black, come to Noir Closet. If you can find it, it's pretty dark in there. And Mark Farnash is the man in the gorilla suit. Web Hosting by Bluehost, Tiger Training by That Bitch Carol Basket. Join us in the Lobot Lounge when next we open, and please remember, respect the individual and accept that not everyone feels the same way you do, which doesn't make anyone right or wrong. It just makes us us, and that is wonderful. This episode of The Gentleman Nerds, lovingly dedicated to the memory of Jessica Walter. We'd love you, gangie. I'm Joseph Otinos, reminding you all that, yes, Red Skull lives, and McClunky! McClunky! (laughs) Swear to God, they played the entire Batman theme from 66 as I was driving back. And I was just like, oh hell, I'm cranking this up. Batman! (laughs) Just... (laughs)
1: Here I am
2: here I am. <laughs> 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 <inaudible> <laughs> <inaudible> that was like the eighteen team. It's, 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 it's quite isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's groovy.